Hello, this is Dan Jones with another quiet talk to share with you today. Recently, as I was alone before the Lord, I was thinking about the fear of God. As we will see, the Bible talks a lot about this subject. The fear of the Lord is not just for fanatics. We must all learn to fear God. It's not just an Old Testament thing. Paul in the New Testament said this, For we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ, that each one may receive what is due for what he has done in the body, whether good or evil. Therefore, knowing the fear of the Lord, we persuade others. But what we are is known to God, and I hope it is known also to your conscience. As I was pondering this, I I said to God, Lord, I've known about the fear of God all my life. I've studied about it and heard it taught by others, but I just don't feel that I know the fear of the Lord as I should. I know we're supposed to fear you, but I, I don't know if I really do. Help me. Then I thought of this passage of Scripture that I want to talk to you about. It was convicting for me. Right after telling God that I wanted to go deeper in this vital area of my walk with him, he reminded me of this passage that I had once memorized. It is from Psalm 34, a beautiful, encouraging psalm. I commend it to you. Here are a few verses from Psalm 34. Come, O children, listen to me. I will teach you the fear of the Lord. Let me just stop there and interrupt myself for a second. Isn't it beautiful how the Lord answers us when we seek him? When God directed me to this passage, I also thought about James 1, 5. If any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask God, who gives generously to all without reproach, and it will be given him. You remember that Proverbs tells us that the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. But let me continue with Psalm 34. Come, O children, listen to me. I will teach you the fear of the Lord. What man is there who desires life and loves many days that he may see good? Keep your tongue from evil and your lips from speaking deceit. Turn away from evil and do good. Seek peace and pursue it. The eyes of the Lord are toward the righteous and his ears toward their cry. The face of the Lord is against those who do evil, to cut off the memory of them from the earth. In our sinfulness, we obviously don't really understand the fear of the Lord, but God graciously offers to teach it to us here. Before we go into that particular passage, let's just be reminded of some of the promises to those who fear God. Psalm 103 says, He does not deal with us according to our sins, nor repay us according to our iniquities. For as high as the heavens are above the earth, so great is his steadfast love toward those who fear him. As far as the east is from the west, so far does he remove our transgressions from us as a father shows compassion to his children, so the Lord shows compassion to those who fear him. For he knows our frame, he remembers that we are dust. When we fear God, we will know daily 
his unfailing love for us. And God will wash our sins away and remove them from us as far as the east is from the west. Psalm 22, 4, by humility and the fear of the Lord are riches and honor and life. What a promise. So how do we learn the fear of the Lord? First, David says that if we truly desire the life and blessing that comes from fearing God, we must keep our tongues from evil. Boy, did that one ever get me. I don't know if this applies to any of my listeners, but I know that when I first discovered social media, I began to type things that were pretty hard on those strangers that I disagreed with there. I could get smart and say, but that was your fingers, not your tongue. If they had had computers and social media in David's day, I'm sure he would have mentioned this practice of speaking evil of others online, but you get the idea. What really matters is what is in our hearts. As the Bible says, God looks not on the outward appearance, but on the heart. When you say it or type it, harsh words reveal an evil heart. So first, we must go to God and confess that our heart is full of awful things, awful attitudes, awful wishes for those we don't like, and pray the prayer David wrote in another psalm, Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. Cast me not away from your presence, and take not your Holy Spirit from me. Confess all all those evil things that are in your heart to God, and then pray that he will renew you on the inside. Our words just reflect what's in our hearts. Instead of spending so much time on social media, we need to spend time filling our hearts with his precious and holy word. When we do that, good and wholesome words will come out of our mouths and not evil. The verse then says to keep our lips from speaking deceit. This refers to attitudes, the things we mutter to ourselves. We may not say some things out loud, but we say them to ourselves, revealing evil attitudes. These must be purged as well in the fear of God, and by means of the internalized word of God. Turn away from evil and do good. Seek peace and pursue it. Turn away from evil. In other words, repent. This was the first message of Jesus Christ when he started to preach. Repent. Turn away from sin. Turn away from doing your own will. Turn and submit yourself to God's will. His will is not only that you don't do bad things, but that now you begin to do good. Seek peace with others. Ask forgiveness where you've offended anyone. Love your enemies. As much as lies in you, live at peace with everybody. Jesus said, blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called the children of God. To fear God is to seek peace, not conflict. Is this possible in this day of such division and hatred? I believe it is. Jesus gave no exceptions or disclaimers. So that's just a brief outline of the Bible's course in the fear of God. We could say so much more if we had time, but I urge you to go to Psalm 34 and spend time meditating on it. 
If your heart is sincere, God will give you insights into this passage that is so important. There's an old hymn that I grew up singing in church called More About Jesus. One verse says, More about Jesus let me learn, more of his holy will discern. Spirit of God, my teacher be, showing the things of Christ to me. God wants to teach us if we are willing to learn, if we are teachable. If you already think you know everything, God can't teach you. But if you will confess that what Paul said is true, if anybody thinks he knows anything, he doesn't yet know as he ought to know, then God wants to be your teacher. Remember that verse I quoted from Proverbs, riches and honor and life come through humility and the fear of the Lord. After studying the subject of the fear of God all my life, I had to confess that I really know little about it, but I want to know more. Spirit of God, my teacher be, teach me to fear the Lord. Almighty God, you are a great and awesome God. One day you will bring every person that's ever lived on this earth into judgment. All of our deeds will be open before you. Every word we've ever said, every thought, every attitude of our hearts will be exposed before you. Oh God, help us to live each moment of each day in light of that coming reality of the day of judgment, to live in the fear of the Lord, to turn away from evil, to seek peace and pursue it. And we pray this in the powerful name of the Lord Jesus Christ and for his sake, amen. My dear friends, I pray that you will uh, uh, lift us up to the Lord and, and those of us that are seeking to start a, a church here in the Schenectady, New York area, and really the capital district of New York, Albany, Schenectady in this area. It's called Bread of Life Anglican Church. We meet Sundays at 10 a.m in the uh, American Legion Hall, which is at 1809 Union Street in Schenectady. If you don't have a church home, if you live around here, come visit with us Sunday at 10 o'clock, 1809 Union Street, Schenectady. As always, you can reach me by email at father.danjones at outlook.com. May God richly bless you.